2: Hey everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Scott Taylor, joined by Rachel Shackleton. Hello. And Josh Brown. Hello. And we will talk about <laughs> all things Nintendo-based because it wasn't until I started bringing up uh, the exclusives that Nintendo have lined up versus Xbox exclusives versus the PS4s exclusives that it seems like this is Nintendo's year. And in like a not like in a stealthy way, but they've got a hell of a lot lined up. And it's not until you start reeling through everything that it kind of starts to hit home. What, Ooh, Josh Brown? Nothing. Just earlier on,
3: Benjamin Richardson, the uh-huh. great man himself, was yes. telling me that they have no. Switch games. Yeah, so. but he
2: thinks Mario Odyssey is one of the best ones of all time. Uh, it's well, wrong.
3: wrong? He's not right either
2: though. It's good, <laughs> but it's not that good. Um, but not to worry. So I, um, well, we can we can get to all these things okay. um, as we keep going. But yeah, just to quickly reel off, as far as I can tell, the Xbox One's exclusive lineup is next to nothing. Um, they have Battletoads. Woo. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Gears of War 5. Woo. Yeah. I mean, I like Gears a lot, but yeah. Damn. And then Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which I, is kind of yeah, yeah. like a big I woo, mean, yeah. but it's not going to get people to buy the system. For that at least I don't think so on the PS4 side we've got Days Gone woo yeah zombies and ting I'm quite excited for Days Gone yeah the more I see of the combat the more I'm excited about it Uh, Ghost of Tsushima yes Yes. very excited Last of Us 2 of course yes and Shenmue 3 And so you've kind of got like you know <laughs> we'll like see. take the two I guess on the PS4. So, you know, like as far as I mean that was one of the assumptions as to why Sony cancelled E3 because they don't have a whole lot to show off that they haven't already shown off before. So enter Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, where do where are you guys in in general on um, the Nintendo sort of brand right now? I think they're in an incredibly powerful place. I think it looks really good. They've
1: had a pretty amazing two years compared mm. to the past ten years. I mean, well the Wii was obviously fantastic, but did mm-hmm. anyone really take the Wii? seriously, well, I feel like people are yeah, taking Nintendo seriously again, which yeah. I really like. Because
2: I just did, I, this This general sort of thought came from, I just did the best Switch games available kind of thing, best games uh, so far. And it, I think Nintendo are in a place that they haven't been in since like the N64 or even the, the SNES. Like, they, they tried to like, go for the whole, you know, the, the standard like hardcore gamer market or whatever with the GameCube got overshadowed by the PS2. Wii was very much Wii Sports and yeah. maybe Mario Galaxy. Wii use a complete failure and so you've kind of, I mean there's some good games on the Wii U but you well, know. Yeah. And so like, it hasn't. they haven't had like this big market like you know popularity since like the N64 since the 90s and that's what kind of made me think like they're in a great place I mean you finally got on board with Nintendo a bit more like well that's recently. it
3: like I hadn't really played much before but I finally bought a Switch yeah. uh, which the last Nintendo console I owned I think was a regular Wii and again nice. it was at a moment where you weren't taking Nintendo really seriously mm-hmm. I mean you enjoyed the games you enjoyed the experiences but they were very diff- they were offered a very different style of competition from the likes of Sony and Microsoft mm-hmm. with those two it was kind of a two horse race even though the Wii was, outselling them. The Wii it, it was were really kind of in the same ecosystem, whereas now it really feels like Nintendo are gunning for a... They've, they've maintained that audience. Mm-hmm. But like you said, they've gone back to sort of like the N64 days and stuff like that They're in a really strong position to deliver these games that are just sort of blowing away everyone. I know yeah. you don't think Mario Odyssey is one of the best ones, but... I think it's I mean, incredibly good. I just don't yeah. think it's one of the best ones. It's I mean, I like think they've been putting out quality content for the past <laughs> two years. I mean, they've really benefited from a strong launch lineup. Mm. That also kind of comes hand in hand with the death of the Wii U. Some of yes. those games were intended to come out on that system, and then obviously they jumped, which gave like the Switch a really good head start, but they're in such a great position and I just want them to upkeep the momentum <laughs> that they sort of that's got. That's the thing. Like mm, yeah. like
1: you were on about keeping up momentum. They had such a good first two years. Mm. I wonder if that's why Benji was saying what have they got this year? Yeah. True. Because the big ones that we were expecting to hear more about were of course Animal Crossing. Mm. Uh, which Metroid. We, we admit, oh god yeah Metroid wow, Prime just 4. We need yeah. But
2: not to worry because they do have it. Like, that's the thing. Once you start pulling up what they do have and obviously the, the latest direct kind of supplanted this by you know actually giving us like, more to the list than I'm about to break down but like yeah they do have some solid stuff and we can get to the rumored ones as well and um, the first thing I've got down is Ultimate Alliance 3 um, which is a hell of a get for them <laughs> yeah. considering that like it's the Marvel game for this year like obviously Spidey was last year big deal um, end game's gonna happen and then the only Marvel game if you want to go play any superhero type thing is on Switch and that's a massive massive deal yeah it is um, in fact I mean I think uh, is it Platinum that's developing Ultimate Alliance 3 it's someone who's known for no, action focus games it's
3: not it's, it's, it's like
2: go Team on. Ninja I think yes Team Ninja yeah, yeah. and yeah um, yeah, and so like you know, and when you looked at the um, the extended gameplay they put out on the direct, it looks like it's really snappy. Like the initial debut, I thought was a little bit eh, 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 and I was like, I wonder if it's going to be like a glorified Marvel Heroes, where it's you know you're just punching and kicking, watching the meters go up, and that's it. Uh, um, which it uh, could still be. Of,
1: kind of reminded me of like a mobile game. Yes, oh. exactly.
2: Well, Marvel Heroes is like desktop, you know, you just you, you <laughs> pay for your new skins and aesthetics and stuff. Um, but what do you guys think of Ultimate Alliance Three? Based I on think this Henshi's is other a ones?
3: really good get for mm. uh, Nintendo. Like you said, when it comes to the other public. They don't really need a game like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, mm. even though it's got like the Marvel branding and superheroes are so in at the moment. They mm. don't sort of need to fund this game, whereas it is an amazing sort of not a niche to fill, but a, a great market to fill for Nintendo. They can snap up that superhero audience yes. and fans of the other um, Ultimate Alliance games by being like kind of like what they did with Bayonetta 2, where mm. they sort of went, No one else was going to make this game, but look at us, we're making this game and we're doing it for the fans. And it's not a, that kind of makes it sound like a cynical sort of <laughs> attempt to. It's a big people, move, but it is—it's like, yeah. a, a brilliant business move in my opinion. I think it looks really good as well. Yeah. We've been asking for a new instalment in this franchise for so long, and we all kind of paid fifty pounds to buy the uh, remasters. Did I did, Scott. I already I still owned it. Burned so... about it. I didn't. I was. Those remasters were so overpriced. They were. They were. They were terrible. <laughs> yes. And then it's kind of like Activision's like, well, no one bought them, so we don't want to make it again. And it's like, well, if you didn't charge fifty pounds for a port, maybe people <laughs> would have. But anyway, that's a completely different topic. Uh, I, I think mean, it's a really great game.
2: Yes. Looking at, um, do you play the Ultimate Alliance games,
1: Rich? I didn't know. No. Okay,
2: so they, I mean, you'd love them. They're like Diablo style, isometric. I do like,
1: like Hack and
2: slashy fun. And so there's a lot of that stuff, but the way that they went in Ultimate Alliance 2 was to mirror the Civil War storyline, which is more of like a, you know, the thing that eventually went to the big screen. And so with the third one, it's all they've shown off so far is the combat. They've got a cell shaded look to get around the fact the Switch can't render necessarily as well as, you know, the other consoles. Yeah. Um, but I still think it looks really good, very comic booky. Um, and even if it is like just a big old like punch then assumedly you can have up to four players. And can just connect locally and just beat the living crap out of some scrolls. So I think there is a way for it <laughs> to be pretty badass. Um but I yeah, I guess I question its placement into in the Ultimate Alliance like trilogy kind of thing. Because it is like a weird, it feels like a deviation
3: still. It's really weird that they're calling it Ultimate Alliance 3, mm. which they are that's Oh yeah, Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance 3, 3. Yeah, the black order. That's really strange because it is looks like such a different kind of style of game. I know mechanically we're still doing the four-player beat em up, mm-hmm. but it looks it's a new developer, it's a new con it's a new console. Yeah. And lo- it's, I would have expected a reboot, so it really feels to be like, like sort of banking on like this is a sequel it's mm-hmm. the sequel you've been waiting for and I hope it lives up to that same Rachel. someone who hasn't played the other two
2: are you going to delve into this one
1: absolutely not
2: I don't, <laughs> I don't think that was going to happen at all Rachel. but
0: Rachel's going to be
2: so good I mean who knows uh, who even knows the thing
1: is um, I'm very much like oh man I'm battling the, the dreadlord backlog <laughs> at the moment and um, yeah the I industry mean, is it, not slowing down I'm, I'm, I would welcome it coming out to, to sell a reviews and be, may, maybe yeah. being able to try Josh's at lunchtime yeah I'll bring it Wish in the office, play four yeah. players. and that if, if the multiplayer is yes. really good, that would kind of get me because that's mm. in the end what got me really into doing uh, If they so. could
2: do like, because it already is Diablo style combat, I mean, Team Ninja will probably assumably really have more like combo chains and stuff, like in terms of the melee attacks and things. But if they had like the loot system like Diablo where you could swap out a bunch of different costume parts and all that kind of thing, oh. I would love that. You had me a costume, Scott. I you
3: <laughs> costumes, I'll pay 60 pounds to give mess me the Batman
2: skin, that's <laughs> what I want. But I, I don't, yeah, I'll be amazed if they do have that level of customization. I I think it is literally just going to be a push a a lot and punch things game, yes. which and we'll game mm. after end game depending on how it wraps up. Mm. Um, the next thing I've got down is uh, Super Mario Maker Two, um.
0: which was deserves
2: such a much a bigger deserves a way bigger audience. Like the, the first Mario Maker on Wii U, later yeah. came to 3DS, and that was where I got it. Um, I don't know how much experience you guys have had with Mario Maker. I had no. it on the Wii U. Okay, okay. Yeah. Did you enjoy making loved torturous it, things? I Loved
1: it. It was one of those games where um, I didn't expect to want to buy. Mm. Thought. Screw it. <laughs> <Bought> <laughs> it. And uh, absolutely loved it. But loved it for about three or four hours. OK. okay. And didn't play it again. It's- so it was very much like once you'd done all there was to do in it, it was done. Yes. But I know a lot of people who still play it to this day are doing all like user-made challenge maps and yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. And fair enough, that's great. But for me, what it lacked was... Um, I guess more customization, and it looks mm-hmm. like they are bringing that with two. Got some fantastic. slopes. You can put some slopes <laughs> in your levels. Yeah.
2: So there is that. Um, one of the best things in Mario Maker is, I think it's called the 100 Mario Challenge. Um, so basically Mario Maker, if you haven't seen too much of it, yeah. is they've emulated like the original Mario, um, Mario World, Super Mario Bros. 3, and then uh, Mario Bros. on Wii U, the 3D one-ish. In I'm pretty sure it's that one. in the Mario Maker, the different um, level sets that you can use—it's like it's those ones, anyway. It's I like three there was only ones. two
1: different ones, or no, no. There's, there's um,
2: there's one, there's one three world in three D. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Either way, <laughs> point being that on the um, the hundred Mario Maker challenge, it just pulls hundred levels in from any creators and says, "Here you go, just play hundred levels or up to hundred levels." Yeah. And so you can just experience what the community's been making, like each week kind of thing. And I thought that was a great way, like Master Chief Collection style, like here's a playlist of like mm. you know what people have been making. And it's like if you if the community still could like you know keep keeps going the way that it did on the on the Wii U then assuming that's a great way to just breathe in some Mario
3: that's gotta be it isn't it it's sort of like this sort of just love letter kind of like almost legacy-esque thing you know what I mean where where people can really kind of express themselves with these levels I love the idea of player-driven content sort of like supporting it Mm. I I like that we're getting that more and I think Nintendo obviously has the fan base to support that
2: I just thought something when you said player-driven content I didn't write down Dreams Dreams is coming on PS4 damn right Dreams yeah we can make some Mario on Dreams I
1: was going to say it was coming to Switch I was like
3: anything? no sadly not
1: I've actually just, seen you know.
3: the uh, video of someone who made Mario 64 yeah they made Zelda, Zelda in it as well so, like, cool. oh, so good
2: you can literally do anything in Dreams I'm so curious how that game plays oh. but that's a different thing for a different <laughs> okay. part I just forgot to mention it um, okay. but yeah I, I think one of the only problems with Mario Maker with the 100 Mario Challenge was because you can if you don't like a level you can just like go past it and swipe past it immediately mm-hmm. it's like oh this is too hard give me give me another one um, but that's the thing with Mario Maker people make the hardest levels yes. possible and it's just like here's a 500 hundred Goombas and one of them has a key that you need go jump in and try and find <laughs> uh, it and so they try to get around that by making it so that you can't upload a level unless you can complete it yourself yes. which I love because okay, it's sort of mandated a bit but then there are some absolute psychopaths that play Mario um, and they yeah. keep you know, greenlighting the hardest things possible <laughs> so I guess we'll see um, but yeah Mario Maker coming uh, towards the uh, middle of the year I think it was June it hasn't got a specific day but we have a month um, the next thing I've got down is Link's Awakening uh, which mm. is the remake of Link's Awakening from
1: 1993 or two. two three nin- three um,
3: Josh, are you going to play this? Yes, Lovely because I wasn't even 2D. born when this game came you out. You were not, so I, um, Josh, get in the bin. <laughs> I know I need to get in the bin. I, uh, <laughs> in the bin. Uh, what, what I've been disappointed with by the Switch so far is the lack of ability to play these old games that mm. I've um, touched or watched but not actually completed myself. Right. So with this, like a proper sort of reimagining of it, mm. and I'm fully, fully down to experience this. Probably, well, not probably, for the mm. first time because, I mean, I could go out and buy other consoles but I'm yeah, not going yeah, to do that. I'm not I need... Some convenience in my life. You need the virtual console. Exactly also. what I do need the virtual console. I need, need a Wii U is what
2: we're saying. You do really? a little bit, um, but yeah, we'll get to the whole thing with the Nintendo Switch Online's plans uh, after this. But yeah, Link's Awakening. The uh, general art style is very like minimalist. It's very vignette style. It looks like little like a little toy Link sort of running they around. Uh, yeah, yeah, they look
1: like little toys. I actually, yeah. it's close to I guess Animal Crossing, Kinda. kind of, looking.
2: yeah, a little bit.
1: Um, but they've kept the like Kakarigo Village. They've kept it like exactly like it is in the <laughs> Game Boy game, but it's like just shiny now, and mm-hmm. I'm just. So excited. I'm
2: looking forward to taking a chain chomp for a walk. Aww. That's kinda of the main thing. But lots of people forget that in Link's Awakening there are like a variety like Goombas, there's a Goomba in there, there's a Chain Chomp in there, I there's some Mario the crossover. Chomp, yeah,
1: I remember the um oh, I remember the, there's like a, there's a cuckoo, oh my god, I was really <laughs> small when I played this game I'm mm-hmm. so excited to play it again.
2: I think because I mean, looking at, um, the last time they sort of did this was Link Between Worlds on the 3DS, which was just linked to the past uh, with a kind of different story, you could, different inventory management and weapon systems and stuff this seems like way more of just an update like a visual
1: overhaul. It's a remake, it's not like a reimagining. Yeah, like, yeah. You
2: know. uh, I kind of hope there's more to it because I love um, Link, um, Link Between Worlds the one, Link to the Past. God, no. The one that was on 3DS. Link What's the worlds. one that I just said? Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds. Okay. Link's been all over the place. Yes. Um, yes, I love that one because it meant that you could access every different, you know, get the hook shot straight away. You can do all these different things that let you access different parts of the world. I thought they did, they did some cool stuff remixing the way, that those, uh, you, the way that you approach those levels. Well, oh. I
1: mean, with it being on Switch, there's always the opportunity for, like, Amiibo support mm. and Oh, God, controls. scan your so, Yoshi
3: in to get the hook shot. Oh, actually. Yeah, maybe. Well, do you guys think this is going to sort of set a precedent going forward? because I mean Nintendo okay. haven't really done much of this stuff before like well they did actually like they did, um, did obviously they did whack.
1: Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask on the 3DS and they did Twilight Princess and Wind Waker on the Wii U they, so they but are, were
3: those proper sort of like remasters
2: oh yeah, oh, yeah, well, like, yeah, oh, yeah visuals
3: yeah. yeah I mean the I, yep. the Ocarina that I
2: finished is the one on 3DS oh. like that's what I would recommend I know um, it's heresy but I would recommend <laughs> the, the 3DS uh, one
1: maybe agree because I mean there's there's some things they fixed in the 3D after. yes like, the water temple is water not madness temple and there's a master quest I, there. did you not know this I thought they
3: were just like more or less straight pots.
2: no no I oh know, they was, really oh.
3: visually like overhauled them well I need mate you of need of to go check
2: that out <laughs> yeah. but not in 3D turn that slider all the way down <gasps> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I would
1: argue Ocarina was not that good in 3D but Majora's Mask the 3D is good oh so Majora's, mask I the Majora's Mask you
2: Majora's Mask
1: I loved the oh. 3D yes yeah, so I loved the like the poppy out UI I just thought it yeah. was really nice I
2: think it it was very well done. But yes, if you've not, if you've not experienced Ocarina the 3DS one is arguably the way to okay. go now. Okay. Um, so yeah, there is that. The next one I've got down is Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is their next turn-based version of Fire Emblem because you have the uh, Fire Emblem Heroes where it's the Musou game where it's just you versus Fields of Dudes, Dynasty Warriors style. Okay. And so this is the one that's returning to like the main yeah, thread yeah, yeah. of Fire Emblem. And um, know how much you guys have played Fire Emblem? Or not at all. No. Turn-based no, things it, in general? Well, yeah, that usually yeah. turns me off.
3: So the Dynasty Why does it Warriors turn you off thing sounds more bases exciting. You turn bases me up. Why is why does it turn you off, mate? I don't know. When I was a when I was a kid, and yes. I had a very short attention span. <laughs> turn based back then, always. So you yeah, back far cry, then. far cry two you know, you What's re- your about? Far Cry Two is really when good. and topic for a different conversation. <laughs> well, no, maybe turn- it is. Turn- I've, I've had to grow into turn based combat. That's all I'm saying, and yes. I love it now. I was a terrible child. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is fair. I think because I was brought up on Final Fantasies, that I always love turn based combat. Um, so anything like this, I'm always just I just want to leap into. Um, Three Houses, though. Um, I don't know if you guys have played the Valkyria Chronicles, Valkyrie Chronicles no, game. Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So they're more like over shoulder camera, but you're still choosing, you know, you're still placing your units. It's still a turn based strategy, um, RTS. But
1: kind of like a, it's like a real real time turn base though. Yeah, it's really yeah. Like you pick a move, and then the move does the thing, and then you can pick someone else to do a move. But then the other person's doing. A, yes, yes. Yes. So you still technical have like technical description. Kind of. You still have
2: like a map, and you're still moving your dudes around, and you yeah, still have yeah, like yeah. AP to spend to you know how far you want to move and all that kind of thing. But the way the Three Houses looks to be playing is it's moving away from um, the way that Fire Emblem's Fates, the last one that was on 3DS, that whole top down approach, and it's just like cameras behind you, you're unleashing your moves and stuff, but you control it in active third person, which I like. That that idea I like that idea of being like a modernization of the old school yeah. turn-based stuff so uh, maybe it gets more people in kind
1: of like what they did with Final Fantasy 15 or not quite as
2: oh I d- hate the combat in Final Fantasy 15 but I guess the, the approach is kind of similar yeah. in terms of yeah you've kind of got this like half half approach to turn-based in 15 you could turn it on in the options to do like turn-based stuff Oh yeah, you but it was also kind of live action too no. it was weird no.
3: it was weird What's kind of interesting with all of the games mentioned so far is mm. how many different like genres and subgenres they hit. Yes. They're like a real blend of everything. And I mean, I, I love Sony exclusives, where they've sort of etched out what Sony exclusives are. Like we said mm-hmm. before, they're kind of third-person, story-driven games. Whereas Nintendo seem to tra- kind of try to be catering to everyone, mainstream or niche or big or small. Whilst, like you said, trying to update it in a way to kind of attract a new audience yeah, who may yeah. not otherwise be interested.
2: Speaking of catering to everyone. Come on then. Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody do you, do you, want, do you want that? Do you want more? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I guess why not. There's a handful of these we can kind of fire through because there are some really cool rumors to get to. Right. Oh, in terms of ones that might drop in 2019 as well. But Luigi's Mansion is scheduled to drop in 2019. That
1: is going to be so good. When was
2: the first one of them? Was that like 2005? Oh, a long
1: time ago. It like a while ori- back. Wasn't original it? DS. Oh no, GameCube? oh my god, no GameCube. GameCube mate god, I'm thinking of what am I thinking of? Because I remember when it was it used to be
2: in, like every retail store, Tesco or whatever, would just have a little plinth thing with a GameCube showing off Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> and back then it was like, oh my god, there's a torch and it has a light and you can <laughs> see the reflections and like whatever. And I remember that being like the future of gaming. And um now, I mean Luigi's Mansion, there is like Luigi's Mansion 2 or whatever was on 3D. That was on 3D, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, okay, yeah. And so this is the thing that's coming back onto Switch. I just I just think that's it's a cute little random why not have another sequel type <laughs> thing. Um, but hopefully it can kind of a, I don't know. Find an audience, even in the nostalgic sense. Oh
1: <laughs> I yeah, that. definitely. Yeah. I'll
2: nostalgic for <laughs> that. <laughs> yes, it's from so, the
1: past. Me by, so I'll be playing it. Yeah,
2: later. same. I want to kind of want to leap in. Did you, did you play on the Wii? It might be on the Wii U. There was that weird ghost thing in the Mi World, the Meverse thing, and you had like the tablet, mm. and you could if you were the if you were the ghost man, you could see where all the other players were. I don't know why I'm doing this. thing with my hands. <laughs> and um, but if you were like, trying to survive, you had to try and run around in the dark. I remember like and an then you were like a ghost, was. and you would Mii- hunt people down.
1: Meverse.
2: Yeah, it was kind of in the it was kind of in the Meverse or Mi Plaza or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Completely pointless tangent, but in terms of ghost things on Nintendo systems, that thing had a really cool idea and it's like the heart of the multiplayer, and I thought that was really cool. So I would love to see something like that, but you never know. Give me more of that. Yes, the next thing I've got down
3: is uh, Yoshi's Crafted
2: World, which has a playable demo, Josh
3: Brown. Yeah, well, this is the thing, right? I don't know anything about this, but I think <laughs> Rich was telling me the other day about how he was going to get it and how he loves it or mm-hmm. something.
2: And well, I've- it's not. The one that I want them to do in this, this world of bringing stuff back from the dead or old consoles or whatever is give me Yoshi's Woolly World, which was the one that was on Wii. What?
1: I'm waiting until you're finishing. Okay, mm.
2: that's the one that I want. I love that art style. I think that one should be everywhere, and uh, I would absolutely love that thing. To be, we're getting swore out outside through the glass, but it's fine because the people who are on the audio have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but not to worry. The um, the whole thing with that, I absolutely love the art style on the woolly one. I always th- I thought that was the way that they should have gone forward. The crafted, crafted world,
1: uh, Scott, is pretty much woolly world. Like, it's very much it's just
0: it's, it's like the not, exact
1: same thing. No,
2: it's not because in it the is. crafted world, it's all like cardboard and floating folded things oh and come it's on not. it's pretty and much
1: the same why
3: do you hate cardboard Scott
2: <laughs> no I don't hate cardboard I sounds like the, you hate cardboard I was one Scott. of the six people Please. who bought a labo thank you very much <laughs> but no I I'm all game for the cardboard <laughs> But I just I, the look of Yoshi's Woolly World was absolutely adorable, alongside um, Kirby's Epic Yarn. They kind of had a whole like fluffy art direction across the Wii U, and I want more of it Yeah, in Scott HD. does
1: like his jumpers. So I he do. Now that I've faces.
2: discovered sleeves, it's really good. bet um, <laughs> you discovered wool. They're brilliant. And so yeah, so Yoshi's Crafted World, the demos on the on the Nintendo Switch. So do you have a chance to play it yet? Not yet. Okay, well I have played it because I try and play everything until four in the morning before I eventually go to bed. <laughs> Yoshi's Crafted World. Um, they've finally. This is a monumental thing, and it won't matter depending on how. Many the Yoshi games you've played. I've but, played
1: Willy World, so
2: okay. They've changed the, the aiming. You no longer tap a button, <laughs> wait for it to go around, and then tap again the cursor so to shoot like, in uh, the direction. Now you've got full control over your aiming. That means don't. No I'm assuming that's a really good... the new thing. age Nintendo Zelda. Link <laughs> Link has a jump button and yeah. Yoshi can aim. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so
1: what, what, what else? Never
2: what? let it be said that Nintendo's for kids. They've 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 matured <laughs> in meaningful places. <laughs> so yeah, the, the Yoshi's really uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. I would totally recommend just checking out. It's very like you know comfortable. It's very Child friendly, it's fine. It I looks really it easy,
1: but like yeah. sometimes you just want an easy game, right? Yes,
2: and like Kirby kind of ticked that box last year of just being like, here's some more lovely Nintendo goodness. So there is that. When is that out properly again? I don't know. Oh, okay. so no. so I there is that. I think it's
1: just saying 2019. Oh, okay.
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, like I said, the demo's online, so like it can't be that much that yeah. much uh, further off. And um, the next thing I've got down is a quick thing to just drop in, um, because the general approach that Nintendo, I think Nintendo's got a very good, solid approach for the year overall. And um, towards the end of the year, we're assuming to get the Mini Switch or the the second mm-hmm. skew of the Switch.
1: <laughs> well. Nothing confirmed. Nothing confirmed, but
2: uh, that was all based on insiders and stuff. Um, But if we go with the assumption that it is coming, do you think that'll dominate the Christmas window based on the fact that the PS5 and the the next Xbox aren't going to be ready by the end of this year? It's a
3: smooth move if they do Hmm. do it. I mean, like like you said, the PS4 and the Xbox One are winding down and Mm -hmm. if Nendo come out and say, hey, we've got multiple versions of this great thing you love, (laughs) not only are... Crazy people like you, Scott, going to buy another one, but you know, I think it really. I'll buy more Labo. Of you will. What? What? looks.
2: Labo. Mm, I'm not sure that's true. I, I mean, I'll definitely <laughs> buy it, if it's, if it's like a little thing. But yeah, the, the one of the leaked like, specs or whatever, if you believe the insider stuff, is that, and we did a whole bit of a podcast on this, but they apparently are making a Switch that's more suitable for outdoors, more suitable for children, more suitable to be thrown off the wall. Essentially, So, yeah. yes. So, um, that would be their whole play, because going can be the, the market that they can kind of dominate, and then you've got Kirby, Yoshi, Mario, whatever, to go alongside it. Would you buy another Switch,
1: though? Personally, no. Um, I feel like, as, well, the only reason I would buy a new Switch <laughs> (laughs) would be if they brought out a link to the past limited edition one I might get that but um, no I think it's a really good move really smart move making like a more child friendly maybe budget version uh, in time for Christmas that's a brilliant idea so many
2: switches must have been broken like, so many of the, of the launch version that we all have must have just been given to a child and, and then, just then just dropped. Yeah, or just like, oh, hey, what did you it and just, like, dropped it straight away. I'm terrified away. just putting the Joy-Cons back on, like, they're not solid. do it.
3: They're not, no. they're really not. But for me, the Switch, as it is, because I, weirdly enough, play mine handheld more than I do actually docked. Same! Docks, it's, it's, it, I think it's, like, a good size for use
1: it.
0: Use the TV! Want...
3: No, I don't want to use the TV. I like to be what on the you... couch and huddled up. It's yeah. nice.
2: Yeah. It, it, is kind of nice. it is very nice. Sometimes you good. just
1: want a potato, Scott. <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
2: Oh, God, I absolutely love to potate, but I bought a copy, another the copy of Rocket League, my like fourth one, just so I could play it in Cost bed it. on the Switch. Well, exactly. There we go. I know, I'm totally with it.
1: It's a strange
3: sort of thing because when I had a 3DS, I never wanted to play it because the screen was like sort of so small and yeah. I didn't really like how uh, compact it was. So that kind of makes me think that if there is a Switch Mini, I probably wouldn't like that either because oh. I like the size of the screen now. It's sort of perfect. Yeah.
1: That's because it wouldn't be for you that's true. as an audience. Yeah. It would be for your younger
2: be, bro. Everything's for, kids. for me. It is true. I mean, well, if they well. do a nice little handheld one that's like a Vita size because the Vita better than the Nintendo Switch anyway, then I will well, totally, I'll totally recommend the video uh, that I did on it. But I, I would also buy one. More choice is a good thing, no matter
3: which way then. you put it. Like, just give exactly. people, like, again, let young kids experience it without young the kids. threat of having it smashed in parents. <laughs> like, oh my god, why have I just spent <laughs> all three hundred
2: pounds down the drain? Well, yeah.
1: Insurance is a thing, but yeah, uh, yeah. You know, just I've sell new
2: consoles. Risky. Don't, no, don't worry <laughs> about that. Um, so I've got a little note about Nintendo Switch Online. Now we've covered like a bunch of times the uh, the, S- the leaked SNES patents and the assumption that the N64 patents have been uh, coming out and that will be emulated versions of the older consoles but in a wider sense how much do you think the backwards compatibility and that assumption that idea of legacy is important this generation very 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 important That's maybe,
3: maybe not right now but we're definitely moving into an area where this idea of legacy consoles and backwards compatibility mm. is going to sort of dominate the market if rumors are to be believed mm-hmm. that's what a uh, PlayStation are moving forward with PS5 they've patented a lot of stuff to sort of ne- make the next PlayStation this legacy console where we can play all of PlayStation games on it and Microsoft <laughs> yes. have already started doing that I mean yeah. Remember the applause when they announced your basic backwards compatibility back e three yep. years ago. I, I think, think that's going to be the thing. That's going to be the thing moving into the next gen. I think uh, Nintendo need to get to that point as well. They've historically been pretty spotty with letting you play sort of these other older games yeah. on uh, sort of new consoles. Of course, they've allowed it, but it's they like been to make you dri- pay for it again. They like to make you pay for it. And they like to drip feed you like individual games. Mm-hmm. And for someone like me who doesn't have the long history with Nintendo but really wants to, mm-hmm. I, I I need it Scott. because <laughs> for some I've. I I've got currently these kind of Nintendo online subscription pass yeah. and I don't know why. Because I'm, Kirby's on it, mate. Is it? What, I don't know. that will play the first me. Kirby. It's really good. Maybe. I bought it for, to play Maybe. again those old NES games so I played mm. through Metroid and stuff but yes. I
2: need the SNES. Oh, don't games. play the first Metroid it was hard mm. it was
3: really hard it's not
2: I mean, play it Super Metroid,
1: Metroid Josh
3: play yes play Super, Super Metroid.
2: Metroid I will
1: if
3: I can You I should. if I can I will but on the
2: yes I mean that's the thing if uh, if Xbox are going to make the thing where you can put any any disc back in same on the, on the Sony side you put any PlayStation disc in from any past console and it works I wonder if Nintendo is counter to that is they keep the same monthly price for NSO for Nintendo Switch Online and you just have access to a whole library of Nintendo stuff and maybe they bring back the thing that was initially talked about where they were going to have two titles per month that were going to rotate Mm -hmm. through. Yeah. um, Because they've kind of just just gone away from that altogether and just like no one even talks about that even though that was the initial base sell
3: for Nintendo Switch I would, Online I would love that I think, that, I think that's they perfect they need to do it but I don't know if they will I think because if they do and
2: Xbox are kind of doing this uh, being that their new games with gold is the first Jedi Academy from the original Xbox mm-hmm. that's this month's game with gold um, and so or one of them anyway um, I think if Nintendo said this month it's Ocarina of Time and Super Mario World just something from the, uh, the N64 <laughs> something from the SNES and here's Twin Snakes from the GameCube then you know they've got so much to pull from So for I me, that's a big sell. Hap my pants with glee if that happens. I no. would too, even though the PS1 version of Metal Gear is infinitely Oh, rare. of course it is. But well, yeah, it yeah, I mean, isn't even all that good. Yeah, it's I mean, not, but well, it was made by a team I'm going to play whatever.
1: devil's advocate here. Oh, do it then. <laughs> and say, uh, you know, like, all this sort of. Yeah, oh, playing old games it. again for the third or fourth time is brilliant. But it is. I would rather they announced more new games <laughs> instead. Do
3: you want Arms 2?
1: John, sure.
3: Arms Reloaded. To be fair, that's a, that's a very, very valid point. It they're, is. At, they're, at the, they're at this point now now where Nintendo have a lot of games like you just as we rattled through them all yes. for this year and into the 2020 but they don't want to be viewed again as relying on their laurels and just selling you a console based on their past history it's They true. need to sort of put their new games to the forefront but you can have it both ways is all I'm saying I think so I think alongside the stuff
2: because we've mentioned a few
3: things I mean there's
2: not that nearly everything in, in here is a sequel or it's within a certain wheelhouse um, and even the ones that I'm about to mention there's only two that are actually new um, so we'll get there but um, yeah I think I think that they can kind of go both ways, mainly because if they do it this way with the subscription thing, um, I was going to say they do it this way. We only pay for them one more time because on every (laughs) other console we've just paid. Oh, I'll buy Link to the Past again and again and again. Um, but maybe if they make us buy the license for it, like how you do on PlayStation and Xbox, you're only buying it once. Then you're locked in. You finally you can finally build a Nintendo collection. Um, but if they do the monthly swap in, swap out, then they wouldn't do that. They would just keep making you pay. Well,
3: I I don't think they will. But with Sony kind of embracing PlayStation now and Microsoft having Mm. games pass, will they adopt a similar strategy? I, I hope, hope so. Probably not, but I mean, I think with the way the world's changing maybe they've got to, to keep up, I don't know. I think they could, and I think they have enough titles to do it. I would
2: hope for a monthly <laughs> service where things get switched in and out. Ooh. Hey! You might say. So yeah, so that's all the stuff that is, is nigh on, sort of like semi confirmed in terms of leak patterns or things, games that we know are coming, or whatever. I've got, the, I've got another six games down here um, for potential releases for 2019. Um, some of them are just far away that we know aren't coming till next year, um, which is why I'm going to open with... Or with Prime Four because mm. that's that one. One day, yeah, one day <laughs> that thing's uh, development has been reset as far as the, as far as Nintendo have said. So I don't think we can expect that until 2022. Well, or What I think we
1: might get would be Prime One to Three on the that switch, leaked, um, and
2: then they yeah. just didn't talk about it. Yeah, um, we might
1: get that maybe this year.
2: I would hope so. And um, they apparently were ready to show that off at the direct, and then they cancelled it. Um, and I assume it's because they didn't have Prime Four to follow up the momentum of people being excited.
3: That's it. Like so, that's how remasters have been used mm. in the past. Not always, but you want to build momentum. For like the next release, and I think you know if that does happen, we might see it all 2021. Well, I have a question, Mr. Josh Brown. Did you play Metro Prime? Yes. Oh God,
2: I was gonna. Say, I was gonna hope you were gonna say no oh. because then, because I only played it when I got it on uh, the Wii U, because it's yeah. backwards compatible or whatever. Um, I was gonna say because you could have if they put them out on the Switch, you've got a, you're introducing that franchise to a whole new audience because I don't well, know I
3: think that many people played them on Game. That's PC it. And Wii U. I think it's sort of essential. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you need to kind of reintroduce people to that because obviously I didn't play them all, so I need to want to go through them and then get hype for Metro
1: Prime <laughs> as you are. Yes, that's how that you sell the fourth one. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly.
3: And so
2: I guess their whole thinking is they need to do it closer to when Prime. 4 is coming out, so they don't dissipate the excitement. That's alignment. true, yeah. But I also think it's worth reminding people, hey, by the way, there's some cool <laughs> Metroid stuff out here, and yeah, and put Super Metroid available while you're on. And the next thing I've got <laughs> down is Bayonetta 3, which mm-hmm. got announced um, back when, like you know, in 2017, uh, and it seems like that will be the kind of thing that might just drop towards the end of this year, because it's been, like, you know, two or, uh, two or three years based yeah. on when it started development. Maybe. Um, and that's another thing, speaking of putting older games on, Bayonetta 1 and 2 have been on the eShop for, like, two years now, or a year and a half so why not drop Bayonetta 3 is what I'm saying I, will, I,
3: I, really want don't, know. 3. I don't know what you guys what, like, do you guys love Bayonetta because nah. I'm the same I've yeah, played both She's and fine. I'm like they're, they're fine yeah. they're pretty good Platinum Games' shtick is, is sort of you know what you're getting at this point yeah. uh, I th- I hope Bayonetta 3 I like that it's on the Switch again it's a good guess similar to uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance yeah. I think like, like, like I mentioned earlier it's a great thing for Nintendo to just say like we're funding this series is. here it is. Like is we're doing this for the fans mm-hmm. and I think more Bayonetta is obviously a no brainer in that regard. My
2: thing with Bayonetta is that it, it's almost too stupid. Like, I just, I, <laughs> I, I I love the idea of it. I should love everything about it, but and I love the, the one in the opening cutscene of two where she's a fighter jet's coming straight at her mm. and she just kicks it up into the sky. Just <laughs> kick it, just kick an F 16, do whatever you want. Uh, and that's fine, but I think some of the abilities are like so over the top that the screen is just a mess of like right. different particle effects and her hair's everywhere and what the hell's even going on.
1: That's his so, yeah. appeal though, I've seen it. Yeah, it is
2: totally it. is. And I've got like, I've got a, a bunch of my friends who absolutely adore it because it is so crazy. Um, but yeah I think the Bayonetta 3 might be their little hey by the way yeah. we've got one of them
3: I, I, I love that it's around I love that this and Devil May Cry 5 are up this year I, I yes. want this kind of Fighting genre to remain as alive as it has been because there are some great games mm. in it, and we've seen other titles like God of War sort of move away from it. So yeah. I want these to still come out and be like, look, it's still awesome, well, like, we can still do it, people are still buying it.
2: Yeah, it's like Platinum and like, like Team Ninja. Like Platinum and Team Ninja are one of the are, like the only couple of devs like high-profile devs that mm-hmm. are doing this third-person hack and slash stuff. And Platinum, like you know, if the uh, the rumors about Scalebound are true, <gasps> then you know they're back into development about that as well. Yeah. So it's like you kind of need to move the other stuff that you've got in progress. So maybe the next thing I've got is something that you might remember got announced um, it was like uh, last year I think it's called Town, it's the new game from oh, Game yeah.
1: Freak oh yeah, oh the little um, yeah, the little, kitty thing. little village thing.
2: The little thing I do not know what this is so there's not there's hardly any details for it other than like the base trailer but it's the new game from Game Freak, the guys that did Pokemon yeah. who continue to do Pokemon <laughs> um, and it's their first new IP in what, like 30 years since like Pokemon? It looks
1: really cute Yeah, you
2: know? it looked extremely cute, it looked like they were playing their cards really close to their chest and extremely safely because it was like, here's Japanese RPG 101 And so I guess the the assumption with that is that maybe it's been in development for a while and it's like, here's the new premier RPG from the Pokemon folk. Mm -hmm. Because we had Pokemon Let's Go uh, last year. So there's kind of a bit of a space for like a new kind of, Big deal RPG. Yeah, I like the idea. How much do that. you care about Japanese 101 one RPGs? Uh, as,
3: much, yeah. as, as much as the next one. I don't know. Yeah. The Pokemon thing itself, I've played a lot of Pokemon and not enjoyed much of Pokemon. But it sounds blasphemy. I don't know. Oh, it, Josh, I was always bro. into Yu Gi Oh and well, Digimon when I was growing up. Oh, I just didn't have space one. in my heart well, for Pokemon. It was Beyblade was it? It wasn't Beyblade. Oh. Actually. No, it was Yu Gi Oh Scott. And <laughs> Bionicle, that's what I played. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair to be honest. <laughs> but the idea of like sort of a new IP from those guys is incredibly tantalising.
2: Yes, I think. Uh, which is why when they first showed the trailer off and it was like it was just here's another cutesy little you know you're discovering your own fate style RPG I was like ah, I (laughs) don't know you've got all this Pokemon stuff to draw from like do something kind of bigger but not to worry the next thing I've got down which we can very quickly go over is Untitled Goose Game because (laughs) that's that's only coming to the Switch is it really? I didn't know that was only coming to the Switch you can kind of class that as a Switch exclusive (laughs) apart from it'll be on PC and Mac or whatever because that thing is pure Twitch fodder I hope they
1: just keep it called like Untitled Game. Oh totally, oh, yes, yeah,
2: absolutely. When, they, when we me and Jules went to uh, Birmingham uh, EGX, it was there, but with one booth and it had a big thing saying "Untitled Goose Game" <laughs> and we had to go play other stuff. But yeah, I think that they've got a little bit of a weird, little bit of momentum around it. Everyone yeah. kind of knows that game, and it just looks ridiculous. So yeah, Untitled Goose Game, hopefully coming in 2019. Looks like a good gimmick
3: game, you know? It like, looks brilliant. We'll get a lot of fun in that streaming. You actually.
2: can annoy your farmer and you can tip his little bucket over, and then you can go and mess up his flowers. I mean, what else do you <laughs> well, want? I do that on well, weekends anyway. I don't well, it's true, do but not games. as a goose, mate. It's true. I also don't do it. <laughs> do it as a goose. I think you can do the honk as well. I'm, for, on, I'm, I'm honk. Honk. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm hoping for a honk button. Because the last the last use of a vocal button was like either transistor when you could sing or Scarface with a swear button. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Okami. Oh, yeah, Okami. Oh. Like a, a bark like,
2: button. A bark button. Sing button. Like, yeah, give me all that. Can you, can you guys give me your best honks? Honk. Good. Uh-huh. Very good. I mean, definitely want to see them <laughs> towards the rest of the year. Um, the other two that I've got down, the first one is Animal Crossing, which maybe, 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 Maybe. might be true. You never know. They've they've seen have said um, very suspiciously little of this since they initially said it was coming.
1: I feel like it got to the point where people were demanding it so much that they went right. (laughs) Fine, but they yeah. don't actually have like anything. will do one. They don't Jeez. actually have anything done, but they're, yeah. like, they're like, oh, we're doing one. Yeah, <laughs> ah, we're doing one.
2: I could do with that. I think they could do with following that announcement up with something, like some sort of in-game screenshot. Well,
1: well, yeah, even a teaser. I mean, we've had a teaser. Yes. Uh, just we another, had a logo. A, basically. Teaser mm-hmm. number two. Something. Yeah. yeah. It was effective.
2: I like, guess it got people talking. But yeah, that, that seems to be like one of their premier franchises yet to you know make its mark on the Switch. And the last thing I have down is the Untitled Pokemon game because that's been in the background since like launch now. Right. Um.
1: We've seen nothing about it apart from uh, the direct that Let's Go was announced. Mm -hmm. I want to say that was 2017. It definitely wasn't last year. 2017. It was when they were talking about Let's Go and they were like, oh yeah, we know what you're thinking. There is an RPG (laughs) coming. And literally that little one sentence is all we've had.
2: Well, yeah, because they showed, I forget what you call the creative director that showed it. Um, You know, him. And he was sitting at the uh, desk and the way that they revealed it was just a dude saying, we're going to do one. And it was like that Vince Zampella sitting in the the audience at E3 type. thing, mm. where it's just like, dude from oh God, development yeah. team tells us yeah. Thing is coming. No,
1: like, he was literally like, no, yeah, there's definitely, there's a, a mainline RPG that's coming, yeah. like, so it's like, oh, okay, is there, is there really? <laughs> or,
2: <you> just... <laughs> or is it another 3DS port? <laughs> so yeah, the assumption with the new Pokemon is that it'll be something bigger than they've ever done before, and I love how much they kind of experimented with Let's Go, yeah. with in terms of, like, everything's visual. Loved and, it. Yeah, and it's like, that's, hopefully they take that and just go bigger. Do Skyrim with Pokemon. Yeah. Maybe there's a way to do <sighs> that. Well,
3: what, what frustrates me with these games that you've sort of alluded to so yeah. far? even the ones that are confirmed is the way that they kind of like roll them out and give you a little little title <laughs> screen, then they're like, "See you in five years. We'll yeah. uh, come back then." Like,
1: come to the games industry. <laughs> I know, yeah, I, I, but
3: it, the, the frustrating thing is, I thought we were sort of moving away Death from that. Not, I know. I, I was I going to really, say, like that. really thought we were moving away from that a few years ago, and mm. it seems like we're back to this. Like, we're going to announce it now. You're not going to see anything for a while, and we're going to hype you up, which is fine. It's mm. how it's always been. But I know what you mean. I'll though, be an old there's... man by then. <laughs> You'll be 23. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Nintendo are like notably quirky, and they're notably like they play by their own rules and I wonder how much they're being like very self-aware now, where they're just like we can just put a logo out and just experiment with how much social media traffic that still drives it does work and they're getting away with yeah. just doing just doing directs just doing a live stream they're not splashing out 10,000 dollars or a few million yen doing an E3 thing it's That's like true. here's half an hour live stream and we'll just talk about it anyway so I think they're just going we can trade on a logo Like yeah. Metro Prime 4 has been a logo for like a year and a half yeah. now. Yeah. so whatever
1: no it's not even that well yeah no, it's, <laughs>
2: even, even the logo got reset so they can try it again <laughs> <laughs> but not to worry. Uh, but yes, let us know what you think down in the comments below. Are you excited for the Switch's lineup and what do you see coming for the rest of 2019? This has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Rachel Shackleton. Thank you for listening. And joined by Josh Brown. Thank you. Goodbye. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.